Hey, it's Jonathan Wall, co-host of the Full Equip Podcast. Well, I'm not going to lie. It's been a crazy week. The crew is all over the country conducting all kinds of fun gear business. Arby and Gene are in Orlando at the PGA show. Chris is conducting fittings and warmer climbs. And I was out west checking out those beautiful SoCal views at Torrey Pines for the farmers. Because we've been all over the place, it's making it difficult for us to record our normal episode. So we still wanted to offer up something fun this week in the form of an interview RB and I conducted recently with TaylorMade's Chris Trot. Before we get to Trotty, I want to let you know we have tons of great content on golf.com and our social feeds. We're calling this Club Test Week, where we are going through all the major club categories from drivers down to putters, highlighting what's new, what it does with those fun robot reports with all kinds of beautiful pictures. And if you want more gear reports on the social side, RB and I have that from Tori and the PGA show. If you don't know those social handles, it's at fully underscore equipped on Twitter and at fully equipped golf on Instagram. Promise we'll get to try to here in a minute, but before we do, I wanted to kick around four things that are on my mind. Number one, is it better to sign a club deal or go it alone? Last week at the American Express Championship, I spoke to tour rookie Kyle Westmoreland about the pros and cons of both sides. The 31-year-old Air Force captain offered up some honest insights that led me to believe there's no right or wrong answer. Really, it just comes down to whether you have the stomach and the cash flow to bet on yourself and play what you want, or if you need the baked-in financial stability that comes with a club deal. The story's over on golf.com and our social feeds if you want to check it out. Number two, is the PGA show still relevant? We'll have the report from Gene and RB next week. But having seen the show go from being the spot for equipment releases to a meet and greet, it makes you wonder what the show will look like going forward. Many manufacturers who pulled out during COVID made a return this year, with a few exceptions. It's a good sign when the major OEMs are returning, but everything I've heard is that the crowds are still light and the booths are spread out in a big way on the show floor. That usually means fewer brands overall making the trip, which then leads us back to the question about the show's place in the equipment ecosystem. Have influencers taken over? We are seeing equipment manufacturers sign social media influencers at a rapid clip to the point where it seems obvious to question if influencers are becoming the big media draw for brands. During my trip to Torrey Pines this week, I spoke to a few contacts within the industry who confirmed influencers drive significantly more eyeballs than tour pros. There's a good chance they're pushing more product as well. The pros continue to make more from their current endorsement deals, but it does feel like the scales are starting to tip in the favor of the influencer. Number four, Callaway's paradigm appears to be the driver du jour at the moment. It has claimed the first three wins of the season on the PGA Tour, and John Rahm couldn't stop raving about it last week when I asked him what made the paradigm triple diamond driver in his bag so much better than the Rogue ST. But the story that has really caught my attention was the number of non-contract pros who are either testing or putting the driver in play. Non-contract users are the litmus test for a good driver. If it's played by the pros who aren't being paid to use a driver, you know there's something special going on. Okay, I promise we are now going to get to Chris Trot. You probably know him as Trotty Golf on Instagram. The TaylorMade Tour Rep has reinvented himself in recent years and is now a social media star who showcases one-off TaylorMade creations, offers up swing tips, and provides some of the best banter around. In recent years, he's overseen TaylorMade's putters on the PGA Tour, which is why we wanted to get him on the pod to discuss the new Spider GTX and GT Max putters. The Max model, in my opinion, could be one of the most interesting club designs of 2023 with two 40-gram weights in the sole, 
that can move independently of each other to influence not only launch, but face rotation and toe hang. It's a fun, free-flowing conversation. Enjoy the interview. Well, it's not often that I get to sit in a room with a social media star. Trotty, how are we doing? Is that the best intro you got for me? It is, it is the best <laughs> intro that I have for right now. Okay, good. Well, listen, it's good to have you boys at TaylorMade. Thank you very much for coming. It's not very often I get to sit uh, with a star such as yourself, my friend. Yeah, right. No, no, no. But we're here, obviously, you know, every time that I'm out on tour, I see Trotty over there manning the staff bag on the putting green. And, you know, I, and you, could, you can tell me if, if, if I'm off base here, but I would feel like with as successful as TaylorMade has been in the putter side, that your job's been fairly easy. When you're out there, I mean, guys Guys know the history of, of Spider. They know what it does. They've seen a whole bunch of guys win with it. You know, I, I'm always curious, what is it, what's it like being uh, a tour rep when you're out there on the putting green working with the guys first, and, first off? So, I mean, first off, I'm, I'm glad it looks that way. It's not. I mean, the putter job here at TaylorMade, I've been with TaylorMade. I saw something pop up the other day on LinkedIn, 16 years. And the putter job, I would say, has probably been – it's actually been a job I really wanted to do from very early on. Um, we were so driven by Metal Woods, getting clubs in play on tour, chasing that number one driver when we were a count-driven company. And uh, it, that was brilliant. I traveled the world doing it. Amazing fun. And But I, I wanted to do the putter stuff. And I know we've chatted about it today in this room. Daddy Longlegs came out and I, I was interested there. And then Rosa came out, which is Rosa for guys who are from where my accent's from. And basically, we got to a point where um, I got the shot to do it. Things changed and I got to do it on the PGA Tour. And it was weird because I'd been with the company at that point for a long time. And you finally get to do the job you'd sort of half had an eye on doing. And it was not easy. Um, it's a world where not everyone believes in what we believe in. It, it can be very field driven. You you fit on tour using launch monitors for long equipment and and you get to a point where there's no question, you know, I can stand there and be like, well, I've just given you X amount of yardage with an R7 quad or with a super try or a super fast R11 all through all that R1. You know, I've given you more yardage. I found the club or I've hit the distance you need to get, or I got the peak height or I've got the descent angle. Potters is very uh, finicky. You might have a guy playing well or they like the greens they're on or they dislike the greens they're on or they're stroking it a certain way or the mojo just isn't there. So you have to be on it all the time. You have to be there every week. You have to be in the conversation. You can end up on conversations that are a long way away from the performance of the club just in an attempt to be there, to be present. And then it can be simple things like, I don't like the look of this. I don't like the look of that. And they can be things that are very hard for you as a rep to manipulate. So it's a very difficult job. If you do get stuff in play and you do well with it with the right players, the exposure is massive for the company because at the end of the day, if you think about when you watch golf on TV, you basically watch bombs hit off the tee or you watch pots made. That's pretty much what we watch. And as the winners pick up the trophies, it's usually after a putter that makes the highlight reel. So it's an important job. It's a good job. It's a rewarding job, but it's, I wouldn't describe it as easy. I'm glad I made it look that way. Yeah, you, you certainly did. But one of the reasons why I feel like TaylorMade has had so much success over the years is because of Spider. You know, I and me. You're gonna say me, were you as well? Well, <laughs> and, and, and you and you as well. Okay, good. <laughs> but the the Spider that I think a lot of people know has changed and evolved over the years. 
And, you know, I, I think to, to Rory using Spider-X and from what you were saying, Spider-X is, is not going away with, with this new, there's going to be some new putters coming in. Um, but I'll be honest, this, this might be the most excited I've been about some new tailor-made putters in a while. One in particular that I do want to get your take on is I'm holding them right here. They actually had a lefty for me, which is, um, big surprise. This is Spider GT Max. It, you know, we talk all the time about adjustable drivers and the benefits of being able to change the movable weighting and, and what that's going to do for your game. And now I'm looking at a putter with adjustable weighting. I mean, this, this to me feels like it's going to be an absolute game changer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just to start on there with the flagship stuff, the spider putter stability with Jason Day running that sort of, not a fight, but leading the charge for a long time. I mean, the guy is an absolute bladesman when he gets on the greens. It's a back CG. It's CG center of gravity. The MOI is high, so the reduction to twister impact. Then we bring out, just to fast forward this conversation, the GT Max, which is something that has evolved. I mean, I would come back here to TaylorMade and chat to Billy Price about CG movement, front to back. You have guys who use blades that we're trying to get them to embrace the technology. TaylorMade is always looking to push the envelope, best performance golf brand in the world. That's the mantra that it's been on for a long time. It's always trying to get people to understand, look, you put a certain way, that's not the way you have to put. If you want a high MOI CG back putter that's going to help you on those mishits, which we all have, then this could be for you. In GT Max with the movable weights, we've brought everything. There's 40 grams in both sides of the putter that you can move back and forward independently. We list three different settings on each side. Of course, that then gives you multiple because you could have the height, the toe one all the way forward, the heel one all the way back. They're going to impact the way that blade, it, it, the reduction to twist at impact in terms of face rotation they're going to change toe hang they're going to change sound you're going to have all of these options in the gt max all at the turn of a wrench and you know i touched on earlier i fit drivers for TaylorMade. when i walked out on i think it was the italian open i went out back in the day the first time i saw it with ian poulter i had like a graphaloid blue and he was holding this r7 quad he had weights going everywhere that was the first time I ever got to work with R7 Quad, and I think whoever gets to take these putters out on tour for TaylorMade is going to have the same experience. There are going to be weights getting moved everywhere, heels going to come and play, toes going to come and play, and you can guarantee that tour players are going to figure out what they want for the Poana on the West Coast versus diving into Phoenix versus diving over to Florida. It's going to be a fun start with stuff like that, and I, I think it's going to do great for us. And to your point about like moving center of gravity and all these different things, like one of the questions we get all the time is, should I get fit for a driver first or should I get fit for a putter? And a lot of times we say driver because it's a distance golf club and it's something where exactly your point is tangible. Here's 10 yards, here's 15 yards, here's the dispersion, right? It's harder to look at strokes gained and all those different elements. But the more we see putter fitting using Quintic, using Foresight, being able to dial players in, that like with the max is something where you couldn't see it with one putter. You'd have to go to different models to get this CG or that CG. This puts all of that there and it quantifies it for the player, which is very different than kind of, you know, having to pick between different models. Now you have one model that's going to be able to do all of these things. And 
to your point, you know, and we're going to get on this at some point is like using that, getting on a high speed camera system, you can validate it. Like how much, how much has that changed the ability when you are looking at putters here or at the kingdom and showcasing it to players? They're like, okay, this, this is, this is valuable. So I'm going to answer this in two parts. I love where you're going with it. And one of the things that we have the advantage of doing here at TaylorMade, we do it on tour and we have done for a while, is we look at a player's analytics and we look at where they play well. We look at how they're putting on different golf courses. I already alluded to the Poana of the West Coast versus moving to Phoenix versus moving to Florida. So I think as consumers, as golfers now, you can get it, be it Arcos that goes in the grips, be it my TaylorMade Plus that partners up with Arcos, you can be responsible for your analytics. So I'm going to take it one step further away than what you mentioned, which is going for the fitting, doing the Quintech point. I get all of that. I love it. We do it here at the Kingdom, and it has revealed some big things in the past with John Rahm being here, with Rory being here, with Jason being here, and Dustin. They've all been through the room here where we look at them at the Kingdom, and we look at Colin Morikawa more recently was just here, and we look at how the ball is coming off, how they're reacting to different CGs, how they're reacting to different alignment hosels or how they're reacting to the sight lines. All of that makes an impact and we look at it all. But you as a golfer, now you need to take responsibility for your own game. You look at your own analytics and if your putting is showing up as something you need to work on, to your point, this putter now is going to identify because these analytics on all these apps can really get into it. How do you put from certain distance? How do you put from close range? How's your lag putting? How are you on left to right? How are you on downhill? You can break it all up if you use the right apps. And I think people are going to be much more armed to know what's right for them. But that also changes. Like we spoke about if your eye dominance is a certain way or if your eye parallax is off, now you have a putter where you can adjust to how you're going to release it. So if you get to the course one day and you do have your mirror and you put it down and you think, well, things just don't look right today, now you can adjust it. And that was the whole point of having the R7 quad, of having the flight control sleeve come in, of having movable weights. You could adjust to, if you went to see your golf coach and you started hitting it a different way, you could adjust. So I think we're going to get into a world here, as we should be, where people listening to this podcast for sure will be dialed into this. They want to take responsibility for their game, like tour players. And a way to do this now is to, rather than just go straight to the aisle of putters and walk around the golf shop and be like, there's one I want. It's the traditional blade that I've just come out of for the last x amount of years now i'm going to get one with a different paint design a nice fancy head cover well let's start to question that how do you put from 15 to 35 feet do you need a higher moi are you hitting the blade in the middle is that giving you the energy transfer is quintet revealing that you launch it the right way because we can change launch on this max now as well based on where the weights go and then are you going to work on your game? Be honest with yourself. And I think as consumers start to do that, I really think that we're stepping in here with TaylorMade to see adjustability to go to the putter, to go to this now. For me, I mean, I was stoked before when it was in the woods, and I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it now. I mean, it's an easy thing. If people are serious about their golf game and I listen to this podcast, this is something they're going to have to try at least to see if there's something can help them putt better. I think when you look at the the way the consumer's mind has changed and, and through the years, right, you see adjustability and people are kind of like, does it work, right? And now people are like, no, no, I need adjustability in my driver because we know it works. Like it showcases that it works, right? And the two hardest clubs to switch in most players' bags, have it be recreational golfers in some, most cases or tour players or better players is fairy woods and putters because when it comes to that putter, they're either used to a shape or they're used to a, you know, 
shape inevitably leans towards like a center of gravity location relative to the hosel and offsets and sight lines and all these different things. But the ability to dial something in within one product is is a big step versus and you know same with the adjustability on the new ferry was we talked and we talked to tomo about you know, there's 50 grams on the bottom of that stealth too like that's a huge amount of mass and it's like oh that's 50 grams well guess what we got 80 grams in the new putter to really help dial that in and you know you might think like oh it's just another thing but no like you take it to the range you take it out to the putting green you're gonna see a difference if you put the time in. And I think that's where people who look at this kind of stuff and kind of like, oh, well, is, is it going to work? No, it does work. And you'll hear a difference now with this as well. If you actually take it, and that's what I said to you guys, like go and hit some putts with this because you will hear a difference when it comes to the release of this thing, when it comes to the strike off the blade. Yeah. So I want to know, because you were with the tour, pro, the tour pros on your staff, what have they been saying about the Max? What's, what's sort of the initial feedback when they saw the shape for, I and mean, again, where there's a podcast, so it's difficult. It's, it's kind of, I would say, I mean, it's like a winged, like a winged mallet would be the way I would best describe it. Um, it has a very clean shape with all the tech. I mean, it's all concealed underneath the bottom. Those, those two movable weights. It also has another weight right there in the dead center of the sole that you can adjust as well. But what's been the feedback from those pros? I think when it comes to tour players and it comes to putters, you want them to be intrigued. And they look at it from the top. It's got true path in there, which we could just move over that. But the true path is the white line on well, the top. Well, let's get into that because yeah. it is an important part. It's massive. So basically, we work with an optometrist and the eye gets tired as the round goes on. And I mean, for the amateurs, sometimes you've had a few drinks too many and you're not really focusing on your line. True path focuses the eye. It gets you to a point where it helps you with alignment. If you mix that with the striped golf ball, which is designed to be... I was just be, about to say, yeah. why don't you talk about the importance of maybe trying to pair these up? Yeah, I was talking to you offline about it, and it's a great practice tool. And we've had Dustin order some stripes now to go over to Florida because he wants to practice with that when it comes to lining up the true path, lining up the strike, stripe, and then seeing the pure roll and seeing them work together. So again, go back to what I touched on there about eye parallax, how you setting up to it on a mirror. If you start getting all these lines down and you can even just work in your house, on your mat, whatever you have, you'll start to see that there's a correlation between the two and getting set up. And that true path on the top, we already alluded to at the start, Spider X is going to stay in the lineup. And again, it is all because true path is designed and will help you. And an exercise that I do every now and again, I know Wally, I chatted to you about it because you're a blade user. I sometimes pull out a blade from the quiver of putters I've got and I can't get myself to go back to it. It's such a hard club to use. But for me, that's been a transition in the mind and being open to embracing the tech. Yeah, I work here at TaylorMade, so of course I want to try it. I'm around it all the time. But sometimes information overload can also go the other way, especially with yeah. something finicky like putting. But you have to try it and embrace it. And with the tour player, to answer your question, when they saw this thing at the photo shoot, they looked at it and were like, yeah, that's cool, great. Another winged high stability putter from TaylorMade. I get it. Oh, it's got true path in it. I get it. Turn it round. Hold on a minute. Let me hit parts of this thing. And then as a rep on the tour, well, you're in at that stage. Yeah. Now you've got their interest. The trick then is to just, which I struggle with, try not to be verbally sick on them, calm down <laughs> and just work this club into play here. 
Yeah, I mean, selfishly, as somebody who reports on tour news, I can't wait to see what guys do with this putter because, again, I looked at it initially. I'm like, oh, yeah, the weights go in lockstep. They go from the back to the middle to the front. And then we were all talking about it. I was like, well, what happens if you want to put one weight way up front and one weight way in the back? I mean, there's there's so many options. And not only is it changing the way the ball's coming off the face, but we were looking at um, at a slide that was showing the, the change in toe hang. Yeah. I mean, it's so many different putters in one, which then brings me to the point of, you know, RB and I talk what's more important, putter fitting, driver fitting. I mean, I feel like this is maybe finally the gateway to get guys to get a putter fitting because there are, there are a multitude of, of different putters within one that you'd be crazy to not try and go dial it in, at least initially. And then from there, you can sort of fiddle around depending on the course you're playing. And how little do we understand about toe hang? What, what, I mean, I've used in, in the time I've played golf, every toe hang I think that's available on the market. So if I'm doing that and I'm around this every day of the week living this, then how is a consumer men to know, which again, to your point, do the fitting, go through the process, get yourself dialed in, get that thing looking how you want it, feeling how you want it, and then work with your fitter on it. I think if you look at the history of your putter line, going back to like, you see, you mentioned the Rosa and the AGSI plus line of putters with the, the black finish. I had a couple of those, the black finish and the red insert. And they were, <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of everything but a lot of blade putters, right? And you still offer blade putters in your line. And there's a, there's the spider, like the rollback, which is still, I mean, that's a mallet putter, but it kind of fits into that. The way that mallets have evolved in the line is almost like the way the last, the last sub 460 driver you guys made, give or take a couple CCs was the R or was it the M5 tour because the consumer and even tour players, but like consumer preferences have changed. It's like, why do I need the smaller one? Right. And you see that with mallets now on tour, it was like 10%. Now it's like 30, 35% into mallets. They're the best players in the world who are looking for forgiveness and stability, just like they want a 460 driver. I'm a guy who's got a whole rack full of blades and I'm, I switched to a mallet putter this year. I got two kids and I don't play that much. Next thing you know, I'm putting way better. And I buy people that I play golf with. They're like, you're putting better. And like, what did you do? I said, well, I got this new putter. It works quite well. They know it's, it's a, it's a spider GT. And it's, it's amazing that when you apply technology that you would, you know, from your iron to your woods and people are just like, Oh, I'll just get a blade putter, which is, there's nothing wrong with them. They're really good. But your evolution of your line is really expanded into those options because it still comes down to fitting. It still comes down to like giving looks and all these different things. And I think that's where you see it, it's like, why do you have so many mouths? Because there's a huge benefit to it. Yeah, I mean, it just, you, you're sat with that sign behind you, so I keep going there, like performance and tailor-made is driven by data. And it's one of the things I love about being here and being around the kingdom all the time and being around tour players all the time because they're so consistent when it comes to strike. But on that kingdom, which you guys will go through later today, 12-foot putt, these boys aren't hitting the middle. They're not hitting the middle best players in the world are not hitting the middle every time from 12 feet. So if that's the case, then what chance do I have? And I'm not a bad player. And and it's like, then you add a bit of pressure in there. You already mentioned it. You add in family, you add in commitments, you add in job, you're not playing all the time. Why are you not using a mallet putter? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the look of some of the blades I have in my quiver too. They're beautiful, but it's just not the way to go when you look at the data and like my testing process that I will go through as a, as a golfer is 
I'll line them all up. I'll look at them. I know which toe hang works for me. I know which weight works for me. I know which sight line works for me. So all that's covered. And then it boils down to you have to get over that mental hurdle. Okay, what am I going to play? And you end up with like two or three different options. And this is the way it works on tour. You end up with two or three different options for a guy. And then you they're both good. And you're just like, dude, it's, it's at this stage. And that's where I want putter fitting to get to. Let's have people in a store or in a green grass account or listening to this able to get to what they know works for them, and then you're down to two putters, and then you just choose based on where your head is at on that day. But at least have something that works for you. Just like in the driver world, we all know, like there's certain torques that we like in golf shafts because we've, we've educated ourselves. There's a loft that we need. There's a swing weight that we need. There's a face angle that we want. And if you get those things, it's down to two drivers, and let's look then ultimately at ball speed. Speaking of ball speed, look at that. You're a pro this like this whole seg this segue thing here. Um inserts. Right? When we when we talk about inserts, and I think if you get a great putter, some of the best putters in the world on a Quintic or on a high speed camera system, it's going to show that a putter without grooves is probably gonna roll fairly similar under the right circumstances to one with grooves. The problem is you are not creating perfect like impact dynamics every single time. And what the insert does is it because of the edges and because of the way that you might hit a little down on it or a little up on it or a little lower on the face or higher on the face, all of those things, they don't get neutralized, but they get minimized. And how does that technology help when it comes to helping a golfer really not just control distance, but you know roll it more consistently as well? Yeah, I mean, it grooves is the key for sure. And having a putt that is long enough to realize that spin impacts the roll. So again... 12 feet is the number that we have at the kingdom and, and that's for reason. But whenever you're out there as a, as a player or a consumer and you want to test those grooves, I often say like, let's set up a sort of launch monitor here with, with markers on the green to see how you launch. And as long as you get the right loft basically, and then you get to that 20 foot range and just roll them to the edge of the green and start to look at it as it gets beyond 12 feet away from you, you will see the roll you've put on it. And to your point, we don't always hit the middle, like I said, but the roll, once you get going over that yard or footage, now the grooves are starting to come into play with that. So we've spent an inordinate amount of time talking about the Max, but it's not the only putter that's being introduced. There's also a Spider GTX. And the first thing, Trotty, that stands out to me about this one is it has this new back weight on it that makes it look like a very classic spider it, it, you know i know that the spider name has continued on but there's been some different shapes um maybe some a bit smaller going back to like the itsy bitsy but this one to me just feels like if you if maybe if you're one of those golfers that you hear oh adjustable weights not sure if i'm quite there yet but you really like that spider spider shape i mean this kind of feels like a really good middle ground yeah for sure i think taylor made understands that it, it's we do dive around how the spider family looks and we've pushed the boundaries on it. And we've, I think we've found the size of a footprint that we like, but we're all about MOI, which is why you have that bar back there to give you the weight back, to pull the CG back, to give you the MOI. But it has the things that have become accustomed with spider. The short slant has been a huge hit. You can get it in a single bend as well. It has the color options people like 
different colors that attract the eye. Again, they're not just us throwing paint cans at it. That is all designed with an optometrist for your eye to focus on high contrast between the true path on the top and then having the colors on the body as well. But there's also a new white one gone in there as well, tailor-made and white. We've had a close relationship of a very long time. Some people don't want to see the huge contrast. You can now get that as well in the all-white one. It's a beautiful-looking putter, but to your point, it has that look that people know and trust with a spider. High MOI, high stability, all about performance and on off-center strikes, you're going to make more putts. You make more putts, you're going to make more cash. It's as yeah. simple as that. And all the different colors that you can get to. You mentioned the white. There's also, I think, a red. and Yeah, you've got like, the pink offering, the light blue. Then you do the gray, the white, uh, the red, and the black. So high contrast, all with True Path in there. Yeah. So another question, too. We, we talk so much about, just like with driver heads or iron heads when we talk about fitting, but... There's other components that go into making a putter and just like center gravity will affect how a putter launches based on how stiff the golf shaft is. You've got things that are all designed to help a golfer with stability. So you've got putters with uh, super stroke grips on them, oversized grips. I was, I was, I personally, I was a huge fan. I was like, I'm never going to use one of these big grips. Like, you know, to me, it's a big old crutch. And then I got myself a big old crutch and I loved it. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, maybe there's a whole, there's rhyme to this. Like there's a reason for all this stuff. Right. So I think what, what it comes down to is like, you've, it's not just the putter head that's here, like from top to bottom, the whole thing is combined together. Just like when we look at the stock shafts that are built into the drivers and the fairy woods and the hybrids and the irons and all those different things. Like Everything is chosen for a very specific reason. And to your point, you know, it comes down to performance. That really is the defining point of this is it comes down to like performance for when the player puts in their hands, they know they're going to get something that works every time. This whole business here, having been at TaylorMade for a long time, it's about results and it's about the golfer getting the results they want and improving. We want golfers to improve on their journey as much as you want to improve your own golf game on your journey and anything and everything we do. Trust me, I have sat and seen the evolution of these putters from design floor to become reality and the work that Bill Price does is he's so patient with it, but everything, even down to the little medallions in the back and the way the look is and the shine and the way that thing sits, it's all calculated. Nothing is a, a just an off-the-wall decision. It's um, and, that, and that's what I like about it, knowing that someone has put that much time into an area of my game that I know, let's face it, you don't need to be strong or have an ability you just need to put time in and understand what works for your game and taylor made are taking care of a lot of that when it comes to the spider line we could talk spiders for probably another half hour hour but i see food here so i think it's time to eat absolutely um yeah i mean i'm quite happy we could no we couldn't wrap it up after this i think we'll eat yeah. and then maybe let's, if we come up with something let's great, just we'll do that back. yeah trotty <laughs> thanks for the time cheers guys and that'll do it for episode 174 of Fully Equipped. We'll be back next week with a full crew. As always, if you want more gear news, check us out on social media. We are at Fully underscore Equipped on Twitter and at Fully Equipped Golf on Instagram. Thanks as always for listening. We'll see you next week.